Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today we have a most amazing story, and it includes, or I will include with it, an explanation from the Baal Shem Tov, whose yard site was just a few days ago on Shavuos. Once there was a non-Jew who was married to a Jew, unfortunately. His name was David Willer, and he lived in Chicago. Now, after a while, he began to get interested in his wife's religion, which was Judaism. And he decided to find out more about it. And the more he found out about it, the more he wanted to become Jewish. And so he sought out an Orthodox rabbi. And that rabbi was named Rabbi Tzvi Schusterman. He said to Rabbi Schusterman, I want to convert and so forth. Rabbi Schusterman, of course, discouraged him. Because that is the halacha, that when a non-Jew comes to convert, the first thing we do is discourage them. And we say something like this, that there are seven commandments of the children of Noah, Shevan Mitzvah B'nai Noach. And that is a complete way of serving Hashem. You were born as a non-Jew, and there's not, no reason why you should convert. Just serve Hashem completely, completely through the seven commandments, commandments of the children of Noah, and that will be a complete service. Hashem will be very happy with you. You'll receive eternal reward and so forth. But David was not satisfied. And the more he studied Judaism, the more he wanted to convert. But nevertheless, it seemed like each time that he would discuss it with Rabbi Shusterman, Rabbi Shusterman would push him off. After a while, unfortunately, he became sick. He started with the very, very severe stomach pains and went to the doctor and the doctor said that he has an advanced form of stomach cancer, Loa Lainu. None of us should ever experience that. And in fact, the doctor said that he can only expect to have a short time left to live. Unfortunately, Loa Lainu, we should never experience such a, such a, such an event. Now he went to Rabbi Schusterman and he said, listen, Rabbi Schusterman, if you wouldn't let me live as a Jew, at least let me die as a Jew. Rabbi Shusterman said, I want to think about it. But the next time that they spoke together, Rabbi Shusterman said again, really, the point of Judaism is not to die as a Jew, it's to live as a Jew. And therefore, there's not really a reason why this is a better time for you to convert than before. I will certainly be with you. I will certainly pray with you. I will certainly try to help you have a more meaningful life according to the seven commandments of the children of Noah. But no, I don't think that it's appropriate for you to now convert um, in this situation. Uh, but, uh, David was completely broken. He went home. He didn't know what to do. And suddenly it hit him. Ah, he said, I know that Rabbi Tzvi Schusterman is a Chabad rabbi. And I know that there is a Chabad Rebbe. So maybe if I write a letter to the Chabad Rebbe himself, maybe he will convert me. And so he sat down and wrote a very, very heartfelt letter explaining the situation and explaining that he wanted to at least die as a Jew. He sent the letter off, and three weeks later he received an answer, a long letter from the Rebbe. I'm not going to read the entire letter, but the idea of it was that the Rebbe first explained to him 
what conversion really is. That it is really receiving a new neshama, a new soul. And the Rabbi also said that Jewish people serve Hashem not only with their soul, but also with their body. And therefore the body of a Jew is also holy. And therefore a convert also, when he becomes a convert, then his body also becomes a Jewish body. It also has holiness. And a few other points which the Rebbe made, including a bracha, a blessing for David's health, and that he should seek out a an Orthodox rabbi in his city to convert according to Torah. Because since only Hashem can really change a person's soul and a person's body from a non-Jewish one to a Jewish one, therefore, the only way to do a conversion is to do it the way Hashem said, which is through an Orthodox rabbi, somebody who not only knows the laws of the Torah, but also keeps them, also lives with them. And in this way, if he seeks, if he's seeking out such a rabbi, that would be the way to start. Basically a very encouraging letter. Immediately, David ran over to Rabbi Schusterman and said, look, look at this letter. Rabbi Schusterman read the letter and it certainly seemed to him that the Rebbe was encouraging David to convert. It certainly seemed that the Rebbe was in favor of his pursuing conversion. And so, Rabbi Schusterman took up the case again, and David went through whatever he had to go through, and sure enough, he became Jewish. Of course, he didn't expect to live very long, because that didn't change. The doctor's prognosis did not change. And therefore, he put extra effort into making very good time, very good use of every precious moment, filling every moment that he could with learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. One day he went for a routine test to see how the stomach cancer was doing, and the doctor couldn't believe what he saw. He checked the results, he rechecked the results, and then the doctor said to David, there is no evidence of a tumor of cancer. It has simply disappeared. And sure enough, that was actually what happened, that miraculously, David's disease had disappeared, his life-threatening disease, and he lived for many more decades. He had a long, white, flowing beard. He had a beautiful family. He had many good friends. And sure enough, not only did his soul change when he converted, but so did his body. And now I'd like to share with you what the Baal Shem Tov taught us about conversions. Baal Shem Tov taught that the Gemara uses a very unusual expression for a convert. And that expression is, Ger Shindis Geyer, a convert who converted. The Baal Shem Tov said, seemingly, the expression should be, Goy Shindis Geyer, a non-Jew who converted. If he is a ger, then why does he have to convert? Gerish and his geyer. Just say, a goish and his geyer, a non-Jew converted. But the Baal Shem Tov explained that the reason that Gemara used the expression, a convert who converted, is because every true convert 
really was born with a Jewish soul. But for whatever reason, Hashem decided this particular soul should be born to a non-Jewish mother and should have to make the journey from being a non-Jew to a Jew. But the only reason that the true convert wants and is able to make this journey is because he or she is actually born with a Jewish soul. A Jewish soul in a non-Jewish body. A Jewish soul born to a non-Jewish mother. And that is why the convert is able, and this is my own explanation of what the Baal Shem Tov said, and that's why the convert's able to make this long journey and wants to make this long journey. Even though serving Hashem through the Shev and Mitzvahs B'nai Noach, the Seven Commandments of the children of Noah, is a complete service for a non-Jew. But since this person has a Jewish soul inside of them, therefore they are not satisfied to serve Hashem according to the Shev and Mitzvahs alone, but rather they are only satisfied when they can serve Hashem through the 613 commandments. And this really reminds us very much of Mashiach, because what do we see about a convert? That they had a Jewish soul all the time, but it had to be revealed. And similarly, the coming of Mashiach and the Geula will reveal the godliness in our world that's always been there, but it has been hidden. As the Rebbe explains that the difference between the Gola, the exile, and the Geula, the redemption, is these two words, Gimel, Vav, Lamed, Hey, is Gola, that means exile, and Gimel, Aleph, Vav, Lamed, Hey, is Geula, redemption. The only difference in these two words is the Aleph. They both have a Gimel, and later they have also a, a Vav, and after that they also have a Lamed, and also after that they have a Hey, they both have exactly the same four letters in the same exact order. But the word Geula has an Aleph as well. And that Aleph stands for Alufa Shalaylam, the master of the world, meaning Hashem. That within the Gaila, within the exile, within the state of Gaulus, there is hiding the Aleph of Alufa Shalaylam, of the master of the world, of Hashem. And when we learn Torah and do mitzvahs, we do acts of goodness and kindness, etc., we actually reveal that Aleph, that Alufa Shalaylam, the master of the world, who is concealed, who is hidden in the Gaulus. And this is what brings about the Geula. It's not that we have to get rid of the exile, it's that we have to transform the exile, change it over into redemption by revealing that Aleph, that Alufa Shalaylam, the master of the world, which is concealed within within the Gaulus. And it's very similar to what a convert has to do. He has to reveal, or she has to reveal, that Jewish soul which is inside. Just to end off with a small piece of the halachas and Mashiach from the Rambam, the Rambam says that the Torah itself testifies on the coming of Mashiach. Because the Torah says that Hashem will return our captivity, meaning they will bring us back from being in Gullus, 
He will have mercy on us. He will gather us together from all the different parts of the world. And even, the Pasuk says, in the Tzavim, chapter 30, verse 3 to 5, even if a Jewish person is all the way pushed out to the edge of the heavens, but from there, Hashem will gather us together. He will take us and He will bring us to the land that our forefathers inherited, meaning the land of Israel. We will inherit it. Hashem will be good to us and will increase goodness even more than it was with the previous generations of Jewish people. And in fact, the Targum translates this uh, group of Pesukim as not just that Hashem will bring us back, but that Eliyahu Navi and Mashiach will bring us back. Eliyahu the prophet, Elijah the prophet, and Mashiach himself will bring us back. Of course, it's through the power of Hashem, but the Pasuk does not mention Mashiach, whereas the Targum Unkelis, the primary translator of the verses of the Torah, tells us that the verse means that Mashiach will bring us, will gather us back to the land of Israel. May it happen immediately, and it will happen so much more quickly through our learning of Torah and doing a mitzvah, especially with inspiration of Shavuos, that we can learn even more, and we should learn even more than usual, and try to make achlatas, resolutions to increase in learning Torah and doing mitzvahs beautifully in all parts of Torah, the revealed part of Torah, Nigla and the concealed part of Torah, Siddhis, the part that relates more to the Neshama and to our relationship with Hashem and our knowledge of Hashem, as well as doing mitzvahs in the most beautiful way. Thank you very much for joining Jewish Stories and more.